You mean I, I would crawl in a Shut ball and up. I'd cry a whole lot because I couldn't play by the rules of the fucking You know what, what you're if? doing right now? You're bullying me. I am. You're being a fucking bully. Well, there you go. So maybe that's what I'd do. I'd bully you for a month. You are... T- <laughs> that's what you would I'd, do is you would just come and live with in, me. In preparation, I would just that sit whole, there like, and I would visit. bully yeah. you. That's exactly. I would bully <laughs> you for a month. Wake me up in the morning. Why are you hitting yourself? Why are you hitting? <laughs> no, in turkey, exactly. Yeah, hey, hey, here's some spit coming down. Here's some spit coming down in your face. Whoop! I pulled it back. Spit coming down in your face. I'm Don Hall, and I'm David Himmel, and this is the Literate Apecast. Be advised that the Literate Ape cast is recorded for adults with adult themes and language. If you are easily offended, best to cover your ears. But then why listen to a podcast, dumbass? Here's a, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think of a way around what I feel is a very loaded question. Like, you have the answer. You just don't... No, I don't have the answer. That's what why I asked the fucking question. If you were given... What is potentially? I don't know. I hadn't even thought about it. I wrote it for a question for you. The most important information, and I was told that our, I couldn't tell anybody. And, it, and if I and if I told anybody, it would disappear. And it would be like I hadn't done anything. That 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 if if I told anybody or alerted anybody to this horrible information, that it that that my knowledge of it would disappear, and I would be as unprepared as everybody else. If that's what I was told, those are the rules. What would I do? How much information do I know? Do I know that there would be like a shortage of ventilators? Do I know that there would be You know exactly what's going on right now. Like you know you can see what's happening to you right now, which is why I say Okay. Uh, yeah. Oh pandemic. You know you're sitting in your fucking house growing a beard. Trust me, the <laughs> pandemic has not fucked you up, okay? So calm down. Well no, hang on a second. I mean, has the pandemic fucked me up? No, but we've all been affected by it. Oh, what a load of shit. It's not a load of shit. Well, I mean, everybody's been affected by it, but different people are affected differently. If I went well, to somebody course. that was, if I went to somebody and asked this question and they were dying of COVID-19, I would imagine there'd be a little bit different answer. Hmm. But I'm not asking somebody, I'm asking somebody who's sitting comfortably in his house, still getting paid for working at home and recording a podcast and growing a beard. And that's the biggest thing on his mind. That's who, that's who I'm talking to. So I'm asking that guy what he would do differently in that month that he had to prepare that he didn't have a chance to do because he didn't know it was coming. This is the most boring yeah. fucking podcast well, I, of all time. Well, I, I mean, you started it. So. Yeah, and you just won't play the game. I don't understand the game. Yes, you do. I mean, well, let's, okay, let's first of all admit this. You are correct in that the beard is the only thing that is on my mind. It is t- not the only thing, but it is top of mind. It's what I think about constantly. Constant. I think about this beard now more than I thought about girls and boobies when I was like 12 and 13. Um, well, that's a lot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's troublesome, really. Uh, I, I mean, I guess I would... Try, I mean, I guess I would try and do good. I, like try and. So what? You got a month. What are you gonna do? I'm I'm trying to think of what I would do without being able to tell people what I would do. I don't know how I would get more ventilators made. I don't know how I would get enough masks. So to maybe the, the, vent- the healthcare. So maybe the, PPE equipment so, to the healthcare workers. So so maybe the ventilators ventilators is out because that's kind of not possible. It's not in your purview. It's not within your right. power. Yeah. I don't so know what, what I would could, you do? You could get masks. You can go buy those fucking masks up and make sure that there's, you know, that people are stocked up on masks. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I guess I could go to Home Depot and Lowe's and buy a shitload of N95s and drop them off at the hospitals in Chicago. Why not? Um, I mean, you know, it just... Uh, fuck it. I don't, what would you do? I have no idea. I was asking you. And now I'm asking you. Oh, but you mean I, I would crawl in a Shut ball and up. I'd cry a whole lot because I couldn't play by the rules of the fucking You know what, what you're if? doing right now? You're bullying me. I am. You're being a fucking bully. Well, there you go. So maybe that's what I'd do. I'd bully you for a month. You are. T- 
That's what you would I, do is you would just come and live with in, me. In preparation, I would just that sit whole, there and like, I would visit. bully yeah. you. That's exactly. I would bully <laughs> you for a month. Wake me up in the morning. Why are you hitting yourself? Why are you hitting? <laughs> no, in turn, exactly. Yeah, hey, hey, here's some spit coming down. Here's some spit coming down in your face. Whoop! I pulled it back. Spit coming down in your face. Was that a here's booger? I get a booger on my finger. Is I wouldn't know what the fuck's going. On. I'm like, why is Don being so mean to me? Why won't he leave? Why? What's going on? Don, why March are you 17th, doing this? I can't tell Mar- you. Yeah. And then March 17th, I'd call you and say, "See what I was doing." And I'd go, "Yeah, why do you have to be such a dick about it?" <laughs> Duh. I, no, I, I. The thing is, I, I'm thinking is like, what I would, what I would do if I had a month to prepare. Uh, if I had a month to prepare, um, I mean, I, in terms of my job, I wouldn't do anything because I still am yeah. employed. And I still, have, but uh, you know, you know, you know, maybe, maybe I'd, uh, maybe I would start an online campaign talking about how shitty uh, the unemployment. Uh, websites are maybe I'd contact somebody and say your websites are really not prepared. If this, if I, I don't know, I, you know, yeah. it's just like the, there's so many things that you know what you know. Maybe maybe I'd do a dead zone. <laughs> well, and I'd I go and and I'd go and shoot Donald Trump. Now I want to point out to any ooh. FBI that are listening, any Secret Service, I am not saying I did or that I would. Yeah. If it were a month earlier and I were warned, I don't know. I don't know if that would be the right thing to do. I'm just saying, maybe. It would. It would be. It would be. Uh, I mean, we'd have Pence, who I think would be better, only because he doesn't. I mean, the guy fuck like fuck everything about Mike Pence. Well, he can read, but he can Mike read. Mike Pence and he can at least speak. can read. Yeah, and he can keep. I his mean, mouth reads shut the Bible. He needs to keep his mouth. He shut, reads the so. Bible, so you yeah. know that he can actually read language. You know, and, yeah. and, and at least on some level understand it. Yeah. Um. I. Yeah. I, well, I, I think that the that, that's like a good thing. You know, uh, your your unemployment websites don't work. But here's the problem: is that they would that would fall on deaf ears because well, not necessarily. System, it might. The system. I mean, do you know how much red tape is involved in the yeah, unemployment, yeah, right? Yeah, like, yeah. But the system is, and I'm I'm using like air quotes, and you know, the Big Brother's system, unemployment, like the government systems. Th- that shit is complicated and tricky because there's so much bureaucracy in the red tape, et cetera, et cetera. It takes an emergency, a massive holy fuck moment like 9/11, like this pandemic. For shit to be like, oh, okay, yep, we can do this. We can expedite Medicare uh, claims, et cetera. You know, insurance companies can get off their ass and move a little bit quicker. But it, they're not going to listen to a, a chicken little. I, I, no, I'll buy that. I'll buy that. I, you know, I will completely buy that. Yeah. All right. But, you know, so, so the big picture stuff, we can't affect the big picture. Those of us who didn't know, if we had known, yeah. We couldn't really have done any any big picture stuff. So right. what would you have done on a small picture I, stuff? I would have gotten. I think the haircut is a good thing because yeah, it's yeah, just like a, what, it's a, what, yeah. What little things? Um, I don't think I would have stocked up. Maybe maybe spent every single day of that month in the park with Harry. I. Uh, I don't know. No, I probably wouldn't have because like, he was still like in gotten, school. Like gone to the gym, gone to the gym. I'd have gone to the gym every single day. You know, I mean, I don't know. I don't know because I miss the gym. I actually miss the gym. I mean, I would have, I would have kept going to work because I like the commute. Yeah, I like yeah. that. I like the routine of that. I would, I wouldn't have gone to the park with Harry every day because I would have kept him in school and he goes to the park with school, like you know his preschool daycare thing, because um, that's important for him. And I, I, it sucks that he doesn't get to do that right now. Um, I would have, I would have uh, brought my grandmother to stay with us. Okay, there you go. See, um, that's something. Yeah, and just made sure suggested that, my, it randomly. That, the, that the other grandparents would have would come over. Probably would have gone down to see sure uh, Katie's parents, Katie's family. Uh, yeah, definitely would have done that. Yeah, then um, some family. You got a month to to do that kind of stuff. Maybe if I could have swung it, maybe. Well, fuck it. I guess we would have. I would have forced Katie. We would have gone to. I would have forced Katie. Because I would have. Uh, yeah. No, we would have taken that. You know, for her birthday, I got her a trip to Nashville and we were going to take it. It was a deadline by March 2020, which was like I yeah. put a deadline on it. So we'd force us to take it. And then we didn't because, well, one, I got a new job and it was like, all right, let's yeah. just see what happens with this. My travel with work. Uh, then two, 
uh, Nashville got hit with a tornado, yeah. and then it was this. But I think I would have just gone, fuck it, we're doing Nashville. Yeah. I think we would have done that. Okay. Um, but that's, that's now, probably you, now it. That you mention yeah. it. Now you mention it, it's almost like Dana and I knew this without knowing it, because we did a trip to L.A. Yeah. and Disneyland and all that shit, you know? And we went to... Uh, uh, where else did we go? We went to Disneyland. We went to Sedona and visited your brother and, and, and like marched out in the fucking desert. And, you know, we, we went on a bunch of trips in you're February. A, you're a fucking asshole. You know what this is? What? This was a long game for you to go, Dana and I are really smart and we live an exotic, fascinating life of travel. It wasn't actually. And we were way ahead of the game and we've seized the day. We've carpe diem the shit actually, before they told us we couldn't. Look at Dana and I. You're a fucking that was, prick. You that was not what I was doing. You self fucking asshole. That was not what I was doing. What I was Lily actually B doing. Lily B was right. Well, of course she was. Everybody knows that Lily <laughs> B was right. Um, I mean, just ask her three fucking friends that follow her around, you know. It's like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, no, the end game of this has been a lot of the uh, the the Monday morning quarterbacking mm. of mm-hmm. what government, and I'm not even talking about what Donald Trump could have done, yeah. what governments could have done with this information a month ahead of time. I was I, I, I just was reading some stuff, and I thought that's a weird question, but the reality is most of our government knew about this. They didn't know the scale, right? But they knew this was coming. Yeah, they knew this was happening. So my question, that was the one thing I thought is like, I, you know, I we already know what Donald Trump did, which is he fired everybody yeah, and yeah. fucking acted like it wasn't going to happen and then held some fucking rallies with a whole bunch of goddamn people. That's yeah. what he did. Yeah. Like, I'm thinking about what was Pritzker doing? He knew a month. He had to have known a month before this. Was, what was Sisolak doing? What were all, what was Cuomo doing? What were they doing a month before they knew this shit was coming down? And part of that, I say that is because... Um, as of this recording, you know, it's, we're starting to get a lot of stuff out of Vegas where all these corporations are saying, okay, now, now, now we got to lay people off. Now things are going to happen. Like MGM just fired like 40% of its, uh, presidents and vice presidential staff. I mean, they're, it's a bloodbath over there. Well, the thing about it is they've known they were going to do this, had to have known. It's not like they just got up this morning and went, let's fire everybody in the MGM president and vice presidential staff. No. Yeah. Like they'd Jim, this Jim Aaron woke up with his morning wood and was like, ah, I'm going to fire everybody. Now I'm going to go jerk off yeah. in the shower. Yeah. Exactly. No. It's not how it happened. They've known for a good month. There have been yeah. plans being made. So my question, the reason I ask you the well, question is that I was thinking is like, okay, so what, what do you do when you see – the fucking Indiana Jones rolling goddamn giant ball coming your way <laughs> to prepare for the fact that you can't run fast enough to get out of its way. What do you do? Well, I, th- I mean, it's a tricky question because as a as a leader, well, because because when I ask you, you go, but I want to, I go, I no, because I want to save the fucking world from itself, Donald. Oh, what a, That's what I want to do. You do not? Really? Because what you are you doing to save the world? You want to get cold cuts and cheese. What are, you, what are you doing right now to save the fucking world, David? Talking to you to keep from talking to other people yeah. so you don't fuck their head up. Yeah, I know, but that's what I'm saying. What do you do on a daily basis that's the do-gooder, I want to save the world thing that you're talking about? Stay the fuck out of people's way. Nothing, because I'm. I don't have any. I, I've chosen a life that is not. That has given me no opportunity to be. Magnificent. So, going back to a question that you asked me before, a long time ago, in watching the plot against America. Yeah. So, in that situation, <laughs> you're you're a coward. No, because you asked what I'm doing now. Do you mean like now in the in the pandemic? No, no, no I didn't. Or ask now you, in, the, you... in the in the pre-pandemic? What world? No. What, what are you life? doing right now? You you say, oh, I want to save the world. What are you doing to save the fucking world now? Why would you suddenly, when finding this information out, your basic character change overnight because you know this information? Because you know it now. What are you doing? You donating plasma? You going out and funding antibodies? Have you been, you know, uh, sending cans of food to starving people? What are you doing now? Nothing. Because so so then February 15th, when you get this information, your impulse would not be. No, to my save impulse, the world. My impulse will be because your I would have information be, that nobody yeah, but, else had. But but you're I could warn people. But that's it. But that, that no. But that doesn't change you at all. So sure, it does. 
What are you doing right now to save the world? You're taking care of yourself and your family. That's the, be- that's the best I can do right now. So on February 15th, when you get that, your self-interest is going to weigh up, way above and beyond saving the world. No. Human beings are fundamentally self-interested. That is true. But no, I, I believe that if I was given information that could, that was on the magnitude of, of this, of this pandemic. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Spider-Man again. Great power comes great responsibility. Knowledge no. is power. So that's because no. yeah, Spider-Man there's... actually has powers. What could you do? I'm David Kimmel. Well, I don't know. I'm going to go I... write a. I'm going to go write a, a, an op-ed for Politico that says there's a pandemic coming, and they're going to look at you like you're a fucking moron because they don't know a pandemic's coming. So what? The, and you're not a doctor. Well, you don't fucking know shit. That's that's my point. That's the point I was getting at with like what? Are, what do the leaders do that did know this stuff? Because you can't be alarmist. You have to be measured. I mean, I t- okay. So he- here's here's how I- here's when I got serious about uh, 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 COVID nineteen. I was in a meeting with our CEO of the company. Uh, she was like an hour late to our meeting, but we were ch- and when she comes in and we're just chatting away, chatting away, and she, she moves. This is in Feb- this is maybe like February twenty fourth or something like end of February. Yeah, yeah. And the conversation moves from kind of like bullshitting getting to know you work stuff into just just conversation and she brings up this coronavirus she goes i'm i'm really concerned about this coronavirus and i said really because in my mind i'm thinking okay like we've had we've had the uh, sars we've had h1n1 like it's see, i was there, dude right? i was the same i yeah. put up i was putting up memes like oh well we had right. killer bees because i was like oh give me a fucking break yeah. another big crisis yeah no i felt but, exactly the same way i was wrong but it's okay but you know when it comes to health like i think and i'm gonna sound like a fucking you know armchair monday morning quarterback armchair quarterback but because i've been a reporter in the, in the healthcare industry like I, i'm not totally tone deaf to this stuff so like i'm paying some attention i'm like all right but all right laura let's let's hear you out what is your concern and she's like i just i think this is going to hit us harder than we think it's going to and blah blah and she what she said at at the time it's played out exactly as she said it which is like yeah and i give her a shitload of credit a shitload of credit for being prepared and for thinking ahead and we so were what did not she caught do? off guard so you know, our, a lot of our business is live events and experiential yeah. stuff. So there was like, there were in- stages of, of what we've done. So the first thing was, and I can't remember now, like the exact timeline, but the first thing was there was an all agency meeting and like, we're not, we're not going to make our, our budget this year. So we're going to take it. We're taking away bonuses and 401k matching until until we can do it again that way we can afford to keep everybody on benefits everything like that and yep right on cool do it um and then there was i think that the executive team took a pay cut then there was a small round of layoffs then there was another round of layoffs and then some people went down to part-time those that were left full-time i was one of those thankfully um, but we, our, our salaries were reduced by 20%. Yeah. My thinking is fucking take 30, like whatever keeps me employed with my benefits, whatever helps other people stay employed. Yeah. Let's fucking do that. You know? Um, so they did that and then they've been, they, they applied for the, the assistance, you know, and so they got some of that. And so they're, they're able to bring some people back on and maintain some of the freelancers. And like, I think we're going to be okay. They took other steps that. It was a cup maybe two weeks ago where they're like, we're going to be okay. Unless this, unless the, sh- the sands shift dramatically, we're going to be okay through this shit storm. So what did she do before everybody took it seriously? I, I, I couldn't answer that. I would, I, cause see, I wasn't in those meetings. I, I, wasn't I guess in her that's, head. that's the thing that I'm, that I'm really, that, that really is the heart of this fucked up weird yeah. sort of wordplay game that is, is, is that, is that I'm looking around, you know, and, and the thing about it is I know it, people in government, people in hospitals, that there were people that could see this coming that were actually in 
uh, a position to be able to do something. And what I'm curious about, because like, I, and, and the thing about it is, I actually like Sisolak, our, our governor here in uh, yeah, Las Vegas, great, yeah. in, in Nevada, but. It's such a mushy plan, and it's taken such a long time. And I understand why there are people. I mean, you know, it's the, they opened it up. He kind of started it, opened it up, and, and people are fucking. I mean, it makes me laugh. It's like, oh, Sweden, Sweden didn't have any kind of thing. Well, that's because Sweden, their leaders said, "Hey, guys, could you stay home now? Could you stay home?" And they fucking did. And <laughs> I like, Americans, I like your Swedish accent. That's good. It kind of goes into almost Canadian, but they're all Canadian. Yeah, I was, was going to say, it's like, it's like northern Wisconsin. Yeah, there you go. Hi, so, I'm but, from Sweden. Sweden? <laughs> Sweden? Yeah, just uh, Go but, Packers! Uh, but that's the thing is, in the United States, they say, hey, we, you know, if, they, if, if it was like, could you please stay home? You'd have... Fuck I mean, you! Freedom! Yeah, exactly. So now Fuck they you. just said, all right, boom, we're going to cut yeah. it off. Well, that fucking yeah. everybody's doing it. So that, that yeah. really becomes the question is, how would you, how would you prepare knowing that, this, that, the, yeah. that the shutdown was coming, that the economy was going to fall apart, that people were going to ignore it, well, that people were going to get incredibly sick, that it was going to block... What, the problem, the problem with your question is that, the, is that the, you've, you've eliminated the ability to answer it, which is communication. You said I can't tell anybody. But communication is key. Well, the reason like I this. said you can't, David, the reason I say you can't tell anybody is that you're not a fucking credible source. So it wouldn't matter if you told everybody, it would not affect anything. So that option on you is pointless. That's well, pointless. I, I don't know that it's pointless. No, it's pointless because nobody's listening. No one's listening to fucking David Kimmel go off on right. in a month. Okay, yes. We're going to have right. a, a countrywide shutdown because of a pandemic. No one's going to listen to no, you. No, they're going to say, so go put totally, your tinfoil hat back on. So and, it's yeah. a pointless So it's a pointless exercise to say that you yeah. would even try because it would not mean anything. So I wanted you to eliminate that as a possibility and say, now what would you do that actually you could do? Because I'm going to go yell at people and tell them it's happening. Why well, wouldn't yell at not, people? It wouldn't matter what you did. You You're could write it fine. carefully. Well, that's nothing. Well, that's you, exactly right because that's no what's one on the planet right Earth is going to listen to David Himmel about this shit ever. And you're right because nobody's listening to fucking Uh-oh. not nobody, but Doctor Fauci. He froze up. They're not listening. Poor connection. To, they're not listening to Doctor Fauci either. <laughs> Get all excited about it. Yeah. I did not turn it off, so I'm not going to turn my. I'm not turning it off. Yeah, I'm here. Okay. Okay. There you go. He froze up. I got so adamant. Yeah, you're still a little skippy. Hang on a second. Let's, yeah, yeah, we're a little skippy, but I can still say let's it. So all, let's all that's take my a breath point. and calm down. Hang on, wait, hang on. Time that's out. my point, time David. It's nope, time nothing out. you time can out. say to Don, anybody. Stop. stop. We, let's let's reset this because you're still like coming in and out. Hang on. Oh, okay. Hang on. Uh, all right, all right. <laughs> move or do something. Are you good now? Okay. Am I good? You're fine. Okay. You're a little a little sketchy, but uh, all right. So that was why I wait, wanted wait, to wait, eliminate wait, wait. that. Let me, because I was, all right, three, two, one. But we're not going to redo, did you? It's, well, it's, we're not going to keep all that shit in there. I know, I'll edit it out, but we're not going to restart the damn recording. So my point was, yes, I go out there and I start telling people there's this thing happening. I wouldn't just go out on the street corner, you know, like the fucking guy in front of Old Navy on State Street in Chicago. Okay. I would, I would probably try to reach out to... The CDC, the WHO, you know, the, the health organizations be like, look, guys, I got this thing. Oh, oh gosh. Because they're going to believe David finish. Himmel from Chicago, let Illinois. Let me finish. Of course they wouldn't. And I would go, but I've written so what's health the point? stories for Politico and I've written for exactly. Chicago Health Editor. They'd nobody's going to listen to Nobody's going to fucking shit. listen to it. Of course they wouldn't. And so therein, why would they, and why there, would you do that? Therein lies the problem. Well, because you got to try, right? I mean, but herein lies the problem because... We're still, today, we tell people, this shit is happening, this shit is bad, stay the fuck home, and people are still going, no, fuck you. And, it's in, and even on, a small, on the smallest scale, look, man, you and I both know that cigarettes cause cancer and can kill you. Smoking a pipe, there's risk that comes with that, right? Well, there's, yes. It, I mean, how, how many years did you smoke cigarettes? Just Oh, I smoked cigarettes since I was 29. Let's just call it 30 years. Just no, for, that's not 30. That's not 30 years. 25 20 years. 20 years. Yeah. Fine, fuck it. 20 years. You've known for 20 years because you weren't alive in the 40s or the 30s or whatever. Like when, 
My yeah, grandmother, no T-zone. my grandmother who died a year ago, you know, she, like her mother at one point tried to force her to smoke cigarettes because it was stylish and cool. And they didn't it's know good that it was going to kill you, right? Yeah. And doctors said it was good for your T-zone. Right. Teeth, tongue, and throat. Yes. Of all the things. Uh-huh. <laughs> so uh-huh. we know that these things are bad for us, but yet you still smoked for 20 years. I still drink. We still smoke. Like we, we drink, we smoke, we do all this shit that is not good for us, and we fucking know it. I had fucking cancer on my face. There's uh-huh. skin cancer runs in my family. I have tried to warn my dad. He won't wear sunscreen. He won't get fucking checked out because no. we don't give a shit until it's actually happening. So you wrote, what does the depressed Don Hall look like? Does it exist? Is it really cheese and whiskey on the couch? Does Don Hall suffer? So you posted something on Facebook uh, last week that said something like, I, 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 I don't know if you know exactly what you said, but like I, I struggle between... I want it, wanting to do something and wanting to lay on the couch and eat cheese and drink whiskey. Like sure. that's, that's str- yeah. that human struggle that we all go through. Yeah, the struggle of do I want to be productive in this or, right. or am I just so fucking exhausted that just all I want to do is is just sort of like self-medicate. And self-medicate takes a million different forms. My personal self-medication is a brick of cheddar <laughs> cheese and and a bottle of whiskey. Yeah. But that's just how I that's yeah. how I roll. Some people like the weed, some people like the smack. Some people like to just <laughs> fuck until they can't you know, masturbate smack. and fuck until they can't see straight. Everybody's got a different way of self-medicating. <laughs> However, what I'm saying is <laughs> mine is cheddar cheese and whiskey or be productive. That was my yeah, that was well, my point. So I read that and I thought <laughs> out, outside of the of the COVID-19 and the, this this current time that in you know in the real world because i don't i i say the real world i mean this is obviously the real world but in the the former world i guess yeah the 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 pre the pre-covid because i'm done saying when we get back to normal or the new normal it's never coming back to normal like yeah don't we want to but it's not gonna happen and good you know like good Um, great to begin with yeah but i've and you and i've talked about this before that you know you don't you and I are similar in a lot of ways. A lot of ways. One of the ways in which we're very different is that I, I, I swim in my misery a bit. You, you, you. I don't. I, see, I don't know if you swim. I don't actually think you. I know. I know Jews that swim. You don't swim. I think you like to wade in it some. I was gonna. Okay, so wait. That's what I was gonna say next. Yeah, I was gonna. You know, you don't. You don't go. You don't go neck deep, but you'll definitely go up to your balls. Sure. Yeah, and I, and I feel it, and I make no secret of that. Um, you know, the, the when I get the blues and whatever, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah. But but to that point, you know, one of the things that. And my, I admire most about you is how different is that that we're so different in this way is that you are the eternal optimist. You like I am pretty optimistic. Yes. I mean, how many years have we been good buddies? Four, three. Four, four, it's been longer seven, than that. I mean, it's been longer than that. Anyway, four, five, five, six, something like um, that. Well, I mean, I'm thinking like specifically when when we speak like at least once a week. You know, not including oh, okay. So yeah, the texts three, four, and the emails with yeah, other yeah. bullshit, right? Okay. Like yeah, three or four. So we've got to know each other pretty well, and I just. Like Don Hall is just the eternal optimist. Like sunshine, he fucking it's it. His stomach is sunshine. He his he does not get depressed. I'm a care bear. Dana, you are you're a fucking care. That's exactly I'm right. You are a care fucking bear. care yeah. bear. Yeah, and not yeah. the sad one with the the gloomy one. No, you I'm are, the I'm the yeah. bright pink. You know, and you and sunshiny and Dana. You know, your wife is more like me. Like she gets the fucking yes. blues and she sulks in it, and then struggles to write but you can just fucking write and you know and that's like dane and i are very similar and like when i'm in a in that funk i can't do so my point right like my point is this do you suffer do you ever get depressed do you of course and what does that look like and why haven't i seen it and what the fuck do you do to get how do you what you've seen me depressed when dude um, the first time you and I sat down, like it was like, okay, 
We're gonna be friends. Was uh, the night? <laughs> okay, let's be we friends. Were, we're like fucking seven. Well, yeah, uh, we're fucking not, five year olds. What are my well, friends? How, how else do adults? No, say? That's, no. You yeah. came over. You came over, and we had a whole bunch of drinks uh, out on the street in front of Easy Bar and Division. And it was the first. It was when you were like, "Hey, I want to do this." This magazine. We were inside. We were in the back part of Division. No, we weren't. No, we weren't. We were sitting right outside because somebody. Walked down the street and said, "Fuck you, Don Hall." And we both, no, that, no, a that guy was our came second over. Meeting that was our second. Oh, was that the second yeah. one? Okay, whatever it is. Anyway, so you've seen me. You've seen me when I've been. Do you struggling. not love us? How do you I forget do. things like that? Oh Jesus! <laughs> but um, no, of course I suffer. Of course I have bad days. Uh, I, I mean, if you ask Joe or anybody who was in WDP for <laughs> any kind of extended period, of time, they'll tell you, yeah, Don's, Don, Don can have some really bad days. You know. I just have now at my, uh, you know, 45 to 54-year-old sort of like, yeah, I'm moving in that direction. Um, I've always been pretty optimistic, but I have learned to deal with – I've never been a sad person, but I've definitely been an angry person. And I'm yeah. far less angry than I used to be. Way less angry. Well, let's – I want to talk about the sadness. What did – what was a sad Don Hall like pre-45 years old? Like, did you – like, do you look at Dana and when she or me when we get that way and be like, "You guys are fucking crazy," to be like, "No, I get it. I was there once." Like, oh, I totally get it. I totally. Get it. I mean, I don't think I've. Uh, when it comes to Dana, I don't think I was ever. I, you know, and I say that because you know how we see ourselves versus how other people see us totally different thing. Right. I don't think I was ever as histrionic as she gets, yeah, or as or as anxious as you get. But yeah, I, I mean, you know, I mean, I can think of times, uh, you know, thirty-five to forty, forty-two, where I really, I mean, let's put it this way: when I was at, actually when I was forty, I was with Alice, yeah, and and that was such a beatdown. That was such a, a self-esteem beatdown that Scott Whitehair actually at one point said, "Dude, are you shorter?" And I went, "What are you talking about?" Because <laughs> You're not shorter. You're just slumped over all the time. Because I, I was so beaten down oh, that I was, funny. I was like a slouchy fuck. Yeah. I was so miserable that he actually thought that I had gotten shorter. That's because crazy. I was so yeah. stooped over. So yeah, yeah. I, I certainly, I, I suffer. You know, my There's... suffering usually on my. It's usually my fault that I suffer. Yeah. It was well. I mean, I've just Dana and I had. We did not have the greatest couple of days. There was a little bit of argument oh, going on. Have you tried going to Sedona, you fucking prick? That was in February. Um, oh, but no, well, we, we 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 had we had a few yeah. uh, we had a few disagreements. Let's put it that way. And uh, let's like, talk you know, about those. One morning, one morning she woke up and and, and, I, and I was I'm still pissed at her. I was still fucking pissed. You're still our piss currently. No, no, I was at the time. I was still oh. pissed. It's morning. She got up. I slept on the fucking couch. I didn't well, want to wait, be anywhere wait, wait. near. Wait, wait, wait. Back up. What? You're skipping the whole. Well, I'm not getting into the details. Why not? Because you did. I because that's not the point of what I'm saying. It is very Let much me... the point because why you're how you're depressed and what you're how you're angry affects what you're angry and depressed about. Well, yeah, but that's not you, my point. My point you is, owe hold me, on. You owe our <laughs> listeners some marriage yeah, foibles shared, because I have shared, shared a lot of okay. plenty. All right. Well, then I'll get to that in a minute. But what I what I said was is like so we had our conversation. We finally had our like an adult conversation um, about it, and I was still pissed because when when couples are fighting, it's not an adult conversation. There's no there's We're nothing adult children. about that. It's right. just yeah. bullshit. It's just yeah. yelling and banging. And you know. so then we had the adult conversation. I was still mad, and she knew. She said, "All right, I'm going to go." And she got on her bike and she split. And I sat here and I remembered something you and I've talked about. Something I've said to her is like, "Okay, I'm angry right now because I'm choosing." To be angry. This yeah. is a choice. It's not like it's not like I'm it's not like I'm on a raft in a fucking ocean and the ocean is just carrying me where it was. That's not how emotions work. Right. I get to choose. And I went. So I texted her, I said, Okay, I'm not mad anymore. I love you. Mm -hmm. And then I went back to doing my shit, doing whatever I was doing. Yeah. And uh and I felt much better because I, I consciously made a choice. I don't I'm choosing to be angry about this. And regardless if it's serious or not, it's still a choice that I'm making and it's ruining my day. And so I'm, ch and it's ruining her day. So I'm choosing, this is not where I'm going. And so if there's a, a reason to ask, to answer your question about what's the depressed Don Hall, ultimately I get pissed or I get depressed. It's a very short lived thing for the most part. And at some point the, 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 
the tough love guru that's in my brain yeah. kicks in and will either say, your behavior's a choice right now, Don. <laughs> or, or the voice will say, you fucking pussy, quit crying. Yeah. Get off your ass and do, you know. I mean, I've got those voices. All that shit that I project onto everybody else is yeah. stuff I'd give myself 24 hours a day. Yeah. So it's not like it's unique. And uh, then I then I change very quickly. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm making a choice. This is all. I have control over my emotions. And I have chosen to be optimistic. I've choose, chosen to not be sad. I've chosen to do something. Whatever happens to be. Yeah. So what were you guys fighting about? Well, um, d- to be perfectly frank, um, I finally, Dana has, uh, and you, you've witnessed some of this. Um, it is one of the things, I think the heart of it, uh, the specifics didn't really cover the heart of it. The specifics were, I suggested to her instead of, um, instead of going to food pantries and 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 garbage and stuff and bringing food home, because our goddamn our goddamn refrigerator and our fucking lotter is filled with shit she's found in the cra- in the fucking garbage. Okay, it's cereal. It's half boxes of cereal. It's peanut butter she found. It's it's fucking it's bread. And I finally, I finally kind of hit the fucking wall. Keep going. The thing is, I know, I know it makes her feel like she's productive. She's doing something. She's complicated. It's and I love her for it. I love everything oh, about God. her. But I'm like, could could. And I just, we're driving. We had to, Kelly, you know that Kelly had her apartment broken into when she was in Peru. Yeah. And so, Peru, Illinois. And so, we'd spent the morning. um, Which is such a fuck you town, by the way. Like, hey, I'm going to Peru. Wonderful. Nah, it's Peru, Illinois. Illinois. Yeah. Um, But so, she got her Las Vegas apartment broken into. She still hasn't come back to Vegas. So, she needed to get her shit out. So, we went, rented a truck, bring it out. So, (laughs) we're coming home. And I said, did you ever think maybe there are people that need that food more than we do? And maybe we should take some of the stuff that's in our refrigerator and our, in our cupboards and like, you know, maybe, maybe go to a homeless shelter, go, go, go to the, one of those places. And her answer is no, that's my stuff. I found it. I'm eating it. And I'm like, and I just, and so I get pissed and I'm just like, what the fuck? And she gets what the fuck. And now we're what the fucking, yeah, yeah, and so yeah, get, yeah. you know, at the heart of it, so yes, it was about her tendency, and at one point, this is last week, she starts harping on me about what a fucking slob I am, about how there's crumbs around my desk and there's crumbs on the floor, and my shirts have salsa on them, and and I and I and I, and I, so I, the, and I the dumpster diver. That will see. That's what I finally got pissed. And I said, "Listen, it's on you about I salsa said, t-shirts." I said, "I said, guess what? You know." For someone who, the, the, the rub, the irony is that you shower twice a fucking week and you find food in the fucking garbage. So you don't really have any room to lecture me about right, any goddamn right, right. thing I do when it comes to cleanliness. So fuck off. So this is where this, I mean, it was one of those, there's a whole lot of issues going on and they're all stupid. But that's how marriage is sometimes. It's all stupid. It's all stupid. It's all finally, fucking stupid. We finally came to the conclusion. Actually, I did. Um, I finally realized, okay, because we're just arguing. I mean, to the point where she, when she gets cornered and trying to argue and she didn't want to argue, and she, she loses her shit. She's a she rabid the, raccoon. She does the thing where she just starts banging her fucking fists. I said, you just don't have any give. There's no accommodation for me. And she just starts slamming her fists yeah. and screaming at my face. I don't have any give. I don't have it. I'm like, ah, all hell breaks loose, right? Yeah. So I realize after I've decided not to be mad. Oh, now that I've decided not to be mad, I actually know what this is all about. Okay. And what I said was, I, I said, I think the heart of this issue is that you really cherish the fact that I accept Everything about you, blank, with a blank check, it's unconditional. I wouldn't change anything about you. I said, and I would like the same for you, but there are plenty of things that you mostly just tolerate me on. Yeah, and uh, and that's not that's not fair. That's not fair that I give her a unconditional acceptance, even if it annoys me. I just kind of keep my mouth shut, and she's on my ass about every little thing. And so we kind of had that, and so we, you know. I don't know if anything's yeah. going to change. No, but that no, was the Don, argument. Nothing's going to change because you're arguing yeah, nothing, about personalities. Exactly. This and, is just personal yeah, right. point. It's, it's fine. Yeah. But uh, but anyway, 
to the point is like ultimately that's what I decided was uh, after being mad for about two days I went I'm choosing not to be mad anymore because this is tedious yeah and uh, and I was better like a thousand times better like a light switch went on oh hey happy day you know the sun will come out yeah. tomorrow yeah. so yeah. Is it as much fun listening to me talk about my bullshit marriage as it was just listening to that? Because that was amazing. That was a wonderful journey you took me on, and I thank you. I sincerely well, I, thank you. I, you know, I don't. That's the thing is we don't get into the. Well, I just love that you laugh so hard because. Well, this because- is one of the things she and I she and I talked about. I was like, you know, she like she walks in, she goes, "Oh man, I found some road pizza." Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? She goes, oh, yeah, it was just in a box on the room. Because it's like, fucking what? trash. And I'm like, don't, you don't, you no. don't, you don't eat trash. You don't. I understand she's not, I mean, it, that was one of the, one of the things it. I said. I said, I know you're discriminating. <laughs> if a dog's pissed on it, right. you don't eat it. <laughs> right. But how the fuck do you know if a dog is pissed on it or not? It's on the ground. Oh, we, we went back and forth. Well, here's here's the thing that, that I, I think about that I, like, in particular to your your fight, your argument. Um, like, yeah, I, Dana digs digging around in trash and finding, and I well, get, I get why the thing that's is, fun. I, well, I, hold on. I, and I just have to, because that's the thing is I, and I know she's a little sensitive to this too. And I would be too, if I took her out of the garbage <laughs> for shit. <laughs> if, if road pizza was a meal for you. It yeah, was a thing. Like an exciting meal. But right? yeah. the thing about it is this, this is the thing. And she, you know, she, she, <laughs> It's pandemic time. She can't work. <laughs> There's no fucking work out there. Like of all the times and not she, eat road she's pizza. Not, she's not contributing. You know, she doesn't have a way to financially literally contribute to. I'm paying for all the, you know, all the bills, you know, that kind of thing. And, well done. Uh, You're the man. That's your job. Well, I mean, you know, but yeah. that's not how, that's not the relationship. She's an not, independent right. woman, you know, and this is a way of, without having a job, finding a way to contribute. And the thing about it is. I, I think I've told you about it. She found a brand new pair of of what North Forty is that is that right? North Face, North Face, oh, North, North Face hiking shoes. Yeah, that fit me perfectly. They're one of my favorite pairs of shoes. She found on a fucking sidewalk. Yeah, brought them home. Said, "Do these I fit you?" I, I put them on. They did fit me. So I fucking put them in the laundry. And I mean, I. You know, really. Yeah. So that's the thing. That's how I. I mean, I'm fucking bleaching the fucking shit out because. What could? It's well, not like you, the person you, that you had love, had leprosy. You love bleach on your feet, so exactly. We've heard that story. Yeah. But it's not like it's not like whoever owned these shoes had leprosy and got rid of the shoes. So I'm going to get leprosy from well, her. But I'm going to clean them out really good. Yeah. I did. I wear them. I wear them at least half the time. I love yeah. them. Yeah. Well, so best, so it's best not pair of day old shoes you've ever had. They, they are day old shoes, but uh, it's not like that. It's that it's that we've kind of bridged over into the food thing. Yeah. And I'm like, you don't. Just you know, you were we were doing an Abe cast, and she came in and had found like that a was sandwich. Amazing. That was how fucking I, f- I first heard about bros. that. I had no oh idea. my god! No, well, he, it's like, here's uh, the thing. I I think that there's, but it's just her way of. I think it's her way of feeling uh, like she's contributing in some way that she's participating in an economy yeah. that helps us keep afloat. And I'll be honest with you, um, if all of a sudden we were broke as shit, neither one of us had a job. And we were, I mean, we were just doing yeah. whatever we could. I'm, mm. you know, she brings home, she brings home some, I probably am not going to eat the pizza off the ground, but, you know, I mean, I've eaten. But what else you got? What, what like else canned you soup. Yeah. She, she finds sure. canned super beans. I like that shit. Yeah, it's well, canned. I, I don't know if we've talked about this uh, on, on the Apecast or if we just talked about this off off air, off the Apecast, um, that you and Dana would be, you would survive the apocalypse. Like, you would be. You'd have no problem in the apocalypse. We're cockroaches, man. You're better than cockroaches. I think you're well, better right. than cockroaches. And I was actually sure. having this, I was like reciting the conversation with Katie not that long ago. I was like, if if the apocalypse happens, we're going to Don and Dana. That's, that's oh, yeah. it. She goes, we get this shit down. Okay, but why? I go, because Don can, can handle any situation, can live on fucking nothing, can find shit and make shit work. Dana... Is a fucking scavenger's dream. Yeah. She is bubble, you know, and we went in there. She's like, she's yeah, that's a Ray, good point. From, Ray yeah. from the new Star Wars. You know, that's who she is. She's a totally. scavenger well, with but the force. 
Here's the thing with what may have upset, and maybe I'm projecting or, or assuming, I guess, rather than projecting. Um, you know, you guys are fortunate that you don't have to scrounge through the dumpster for this stuff. This is true. We don't. We don't. You know, like if you really needed a pair of North Face, North Face hiking shoes. I can afford to buy them. afford them. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, and there are those who can't, and maybe there's somebody who's like really needs them and or whatever. So, is is Dana robbing from the trash to give to the rich? Like, well, no, part of I it don't is, think so. But no, I don't well, think that's me, what it is. Well, I think, but hang oh, on a second, because oh, I, ahead, I just yeah. it's that's uh, maybe this isn't the same thing. But when the um, uh, the stimulus package was being discussed. Like everyone, you know, was going to get $1,200 or whatever the fuck that was. I, I was talking to Katie and I said, I don't know that we're going to get this because we haven't filed 2019. Uh, so our, but our last, our last file for our taxes was 2018. That's the year that I sold the house. So that's revenue. You're probably not going to so get it. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. made on paper, we made a shit ton of fucking money that year, you know? Yeah. So we probably won't get it. But I told her, I said, if we do get anything, I would like to take that money and and donate it to a cause or give it to somebody who needs it more than we do because yeah 1200 bucks or 500 bucks for Harry like whatever it's going to be yeah we could ever like it's 500 bucks right like fucking I'll take it but right now in 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 these times you know in these in these uncertain times we're fortunate enough that we don't need to dumpster dive for shoes exactly you know and Maybe that's we'll see it. where it is because, like, I, I understand. That well, she, I think that's I, I. I think that's part of it. I think that's part of it is like you know, it's like especially when it comes to like canned food that I'm not going to eat. Yeah, it's like, like, what, it's what like kind of canned food? Bringing, is- well, I mean, you know, sometimes it's sometimes it's. I mean, it's soup that I'm not going to fucking eat. It's just I'm not going to eat the. I'm not going to eat the. This is a the Campbell's thing soup to vegetable say. broth. I'm not going to eat that shit. It doesn't matter how many fucking cans of that shit you bring. I'm not eating yeah. that. I know what soup I. And part of it is, and she says, I'm a little pickier about what I eat. Well, a not out of the garbage. That's I mean I don't right, think that's like, that picky. <laughs> I mean it's just one of my pickiness. That's just one of the finicky things I got going on. See, but B, <laughs> I spit. You know, it's like it's like uh, it, it, that's things, and I appreciate where she's coming from, but you know. If you're gonna get tuna, you right. get good tuna. Don't get shitty tuna because the shitty tuna tastes shitty. Yeah, we tried this thing. She got the. She found the. And she, no, she didn't find this. Actually, this was something she got given to her. Anyway, it was uh, those cans of like uh, white chicken meat, and you know what I'm talking about. It's uh, like tuna, but it's chicken. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah, like that, for that, chicken that salad shit. and that. Yeah, kind yeah, of yeah, shit. yeah. And and I was like, okay, just I'll try chop, this. It's just chopped chicken. It's just chopped chicken, yeah. but it's not. It's bad. It's really bad. It's really gross. It's really, it's really, it's really, it's fucking disgusting. I made yeah. a sandwich out of this shit, and it was just like I ate about half of it. When I think I'm gonna throw up, I feel bad. I, there's something about me that feels like I've done something wrong to my body. I have to stop eating this because yeah. it's gross. Right. It's like, and so we had two more cans of it. I said, I want that shit. Get it out of here. So I don't know what she does with it. She didn't throw it away. She goes and finds a place for it. But I'm well, fine no, with that because throwing it away for her would just be recycling. That's exactly right. So I mean, even even she says, even though my mom, my mom and I make jokes, is that you know, for Christmas time we're just going to throw shit away, throw all her presents. We're going to get her presents. We're going to toss them in the crapper so that she can find them. You know, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. And I, uh, I mean, I I get it. I, I I know that it's it's it is fun and it is funny and I. You know this. I, you know, I, I love Dana. I respect the fuck out of her. I do not. Everybody does. I do not mock her. She's in the this grandest. Way. Like this is not a mocking thing. But we thing. can. It's, you can mock her about the trash. Well, it's thing. it's that way that we all that friends mock each other. Like I have plenty of shit. Yeah. You guys could take the piss out of me on for fucking years, and, and same goes and for we you. Do. And right, yeah. I bullied you. I'm going to bully you, you if you me. know yes, about you, this for a month. That's how I'm going to deal with it. Minutes of this podcast bullying me, bullying you. Yeah, it's fun. Uh, <laughs> but I. I completely fucking forgot what I was going to say. Uh, About Dana and I coming and staying with us uh, if the apocalypse happens. And Katie no, was not buying it. No, it wasn't that. It, oh. was, it was why she's... Why she dumpster dives. Ah, fuck it. Well, part I don't of know. it is... 
Part of it is her perception. It's like her perception is that I spend too much money. And because I spend too yeah. much money, because she's a part of the partnership, she can't spend any money. And I looked at her and she said that uh, the other day. Yeah. And I went, I went, but I don't spend too much money. I said, has there been a point where, where the bills can't get paid? And I go, oh, my God, honey, we can't pay our fucking phone bill because I spent too much money on cheese Salsa or something. T-shirts? Yeah. Shit, you're right, you know? Right, I yeah, said, yeah, Did yeah. that ever? I said, I'm, I'm actually really fucking good at budgeting money. I know exactly what's coming in, what's going on. I, I'm very good at that. Yeah. And I'm also very good about budgeting mad money, what my mom called mad money. So that if what's, I want a goddamn... It's what's, just money what's mad money? Mad money is if it's it's just money that's set aside that it doesn't be it's not bills and it's not savings but it's like I wake up in the morning and go fuck I hate this iPhone goddamn case I gotta have another case bye okay. oh that's so mad money I call that fun money fun money mad money same yeah. thing and and it's sort of like that's the thing but I do that I've got that all budgeted yeah. but in her mind that's waste yeah. And she, yeah, and the thing about it, she really hates the idea of waste. Like fundamentally, because she, I mean, this, and that's something I admire about her. But I thought it was nuts when I first started dating her. Was we would walk down the street, and if she saw a bottle of water that was sealed up, it was still half full, she'd stop and empty it out on the street. And I asked her, "So why the fuck do you do that?" And she said, "Because it doesn't evaporate into the air, and it's just fucking wasteful." Okay. And I thought that's actually pretty fucking cool, which conceptually it sounds cool. But if you can't get to a fucking restaurant because it's taking you 45 minutes to walk because she keeps stopping to do that, you go, (laughs) Jesus Christ, what the fuck? Well, at least she's not drinking the water. No, no. Although she would. Not a a question. If she was thirsty, she'd drink the water. Well, in a pinch, sure. I mean, But I'll be honest with you. If I was thirsty, I'd drink the water out of water. I was going to say, like, I've put much worse shit in my mouth. I think I've told water you the story. Water is not that, yeah. I yeah, told you the story when I, was, deal. when I was working at the the restaurant, Fresh Starts in high school. And, you know, there's the, you've worked in a restaurant. You know, there's the. Yes, I have. The, the dishwasher. There's, like, the trap and all the food gets washed yep. into. And underneath the trap or in the trap, there's all that fucking food. And I said to one of the, the servers, Beth, we were back there fucking around one night. And I, I said, hey, uh, will you give me five bucks if I eat a handful of this food? Out oh, of the God. Trap. And she goes, yeah, sure. And I fucking grabbed it. And, and it's just fresh. Wa- I mean, it's washed because it's been washed up. <laughs> and I grabbed a fucking handful of it. And I took a bite. And she looks at me with the most disgusted, oh, disgusted yeah. offended look. And she goes, fuck you. You're fucking disgusting. And throws like $15 in a wad of cash at me. Yeah, just fucking yeah. chucks it in my chest. And I went, yep. And I'm fine. I'm fucking... That's why I don't have the coronavirus, because I fucking ate that you, food. Because you used to eat out of the fucking uh, dishwasher trap. And that's that's why Dana's never going to get fucking cancer or AIDS or fucking hepatitis R or coronavirus or any of it, because she's a she's immune to all of it. Because of road pizza. Because of fucking road pizza. That's what road we need, pizza, man. Road pizza and curb hash browns. <laughs> what, would, what would Dana do? What would Dana do if she was given the information on February 15th? She would fucking bring uh, uh, Anthony Fauci road pizza and curb hash browns and say, this will cure everyone. This will cure everything. All right, Simeon cohort. Here's Don and David with the six things you should do for the week. My first is a watch. <laughs> Uh, it is watch uh, season two on Netflix, Afterlife. Season two of Afterlife on Netflix. Ricky Gervais's thing. It's outstanding. God damn. I, I, I think that guy is first, a fucking genius. I love Ricky that Gervais guy. is a fucking genius. I watched the first season. I, I burned right through it. The second one, I'm having a hard, I, I go through it slower. And you I think it's because I'm, I'm a little, I'm a little blue. I don't know. Okay. I, or, or I don't know because it's heavy shit. So for those of you who aren't familiar yeah. with it, uh, it's Ricky Gervais. It's the, his wife dies of cancer, mm-hmm. and it's him coming to terms with that and living that and just trying not to be an it. asshole. It's just him living season, through the world. Yeah. In the second season, he's made a decision, much like Don Hall would do, to not be miserable anymore, and yep. he's trying to help people and like do good for the world. Uh, 
Ah, oh, fuck! It's just so fucking Ricky Gervais. It's really good. Just it's really good. Goddamn. Well, treasure. it's funny. It's it's funny that in the, in the age that that I've discovered that Netflix, that the more streaming stuff that I have time to watch, the mm-hmm. the less I realize how much of it's good because most of it's yeah. really shitty. Yeah. I mean, like really shitty. Like the people that are writing and directing Netflix stuff are are so often bereft of talent or taste. Like that fucking hack Martin Scorsese. Fuck you. No, but it's like it's like a buddy of mine, Rob Kozlowski, lives in Alaska. He that's what he does for a living is he reads Netflix scripts for yeah. him. He's a script reader for him. He said, "You have no idea what shit gets passed on." My, and it's like okay, yeah. But anyway, yeah. One of the things, one of the things that I, I finally hit that point, and I've been saying this for fucking years because I've never, I've watched, I watched the very first episode of Game of Thrones and never watched it again. Oh, we haven't watched fucking more than a promo. This on the back end of of I uh, have just show we're finished. I have just finished the first season of Game of Thrones, and I'm going through all the seasons now. Uh, what I realize is it's a D&D version of a soap opera, but that's fine. It's got titties and a lot of blood. Okay, I'm good. Good production Stuff value. I love. Stuff I love. But I and have there's dragons no that come interest. later. I have no Dude, interest. Dude, it's it. prestige yeah. TV, so I'm going, all right, so yeah. that was your first thing. I like it. My first thing is, based on our conversation, is uh, listen. Listen to your partner. Read between the lines. Be patient. Listen that's to a, your partner. That's a fucking good one. We should just yes. end on that. That should. Yeah, that's we're we're living yeah. in the we're living in the free world, so do that. All right. So my second one is a it's a it's a don't uh, don't eat road pizza. No. Uh, my <laughs> uh, my second one is also a watch. It's on ESPN, I think. I'm watching it on on demand because I'm st- I still pay for cable because I'm a fucking chump. You're a watch, schmuck, man. Watch the Last Dance, which is yeah, okay. Ten- so is it good? Yeah, I haven't watched that yet. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Uh, is it good? I, I don't know. I think it's good. But it's... You mentioned that when Dana gets depressed, she gets histrionic. Yeah. And I'm, 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 I am often get... I, I, too, get histrionic when I get a little mopey. Not in the, oh, it's better then, but, like, I can resort to the things... And this actually helps me get out of my depression, but resorting to the things of happier times, you know? So... I'm not a basketball fan now. I couldn't tell you who a single Bulls player is right now. But the fucking, you know, the the three-peat both times Bulls. I mean, that was my Was that shit. like 92, 93? Well, so they won in 91, 92, 93. And then there was the break okay, in the yeah, 96, yeah. 97, 98. So this is about yeah, yeah, that's... the last dance comes from Phil uh, Jackson, their coach, their final season. So okay. that's the starting point, but it goes into Jordan's career, Pippen's career, Rodman's career. Okay, so, Jackson's so all right, career. so I'll so watch it. It right. is full. It's basically like it's it's really great. It's it's so much fun, and it's fun to relive those times when you were a fucking, or at least for me. I mean, you're 14 years older than me, but no, but uh, that was in the early days of WNP. So I, yeah, yeah, yeah I so like I remember we did a show the night they hit the three peat. We were actually doing uh, a show. Um, which which three in ninety eight or ninety or ninety three? Because they had two was, separate ones. This was ninety three. Okay, yeah. And we were in the near futurarium doing a show, and all hell broke loose outside on the streets, and that's how yeah. we knew they that we won. Yeah. And it's just it's crazy because I think about like I had a dream team jersey that I wore in 1992 or whatever that Summer Olympics Something was. Like that, you know? Yeah, I remember um, that. But like how, like just all the fa- like everything, the fashion, the music, the everything. I can remember those games. I can remember watching John Paxson take those fucking oh, those yeah. shots. I can remember all of it. All right, I'll watch it. It's just I'll it's watch it. and, the and, last and even if you weren't what like a the, Chicago what's the platform? person, what's the platform? Um, I'm watching it on on Xfinity Comcast. Uh, it's it's on ESPN, so I'm sure ESPN is streaming it somehow, it I, some way. Because I haven't found it because I didn't know what the streaming service is. But, okay, but it's cool. a ten part series, and they run like yeah. it runs if you're watching it live. Um, yeah. Like every Sunday night, they run two episodes, um, and they're this weekend will be or when this drops, it'll have been five and six, I believe. Um, right. But God, it's fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Last Dance on ESPN. All right, mine is exactly the opposite of fun uh, that you describe. It is uh, it's a GQ magazine. You can find it at GQ.com. Uh, 
Oh, God. It is called, it's an article called, I want you to read it, Inside the Nightmare Voyage of the Diamond Princess. Here's the here's the, the the blurb. At the start of the coronavirus outbreak, one ill-fated cruise ship became a symbol for the panic and confusion that would soon engulf the globe. Doug Bach Clark, which I kind of want to punch him in the face that A, his middle name is Bach. <laughs> B-O-C-K, Bach? What the fuck kind of middle name is that? Who names their fucking child with a middle name Bach? That's stupid. Parents either hate their kid or love themselves way too much. Yeah, Yeah. but he uncovers what two harrowing weeks trapped aboard the ocean liner felt like for unsuspecting tourists, for frightened crew members, and even for the captain himself. It's actually a really well... Despite the Bach, it's a really (laughs) well-written... Real, real, and it's like, oh fuck! You feel like you're there. You really get. I love those kind of pieces, yeah. um, and it kind of gives you a sense of how caught off guard we were by this shit. Uh, see, I'd argue we weren't caught off guard. We were. Most of us were irresponsible. Well, our leaders. Most were of us were caught off guard. Most of us were caught off guard. Okay, and, and that, and that, and quite frankly, reading this will give you a sense of like, what the fuck. I was just on vacation. Yeah, yeah, it was good. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. So my third thing uh, is a read. Uh, New York Magazine. The the, he- the 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 article is Tara Reid is making it harder to hide Joe Biden. Uh, it's by Zach Cheney Rice, who, if you don't know, is the love child of Dick Cheney and Condoleezza Rice. There you go. Uh, now, at this at, at the time of this recording, I have not read this. In full, but I've started it, and uh, yeah, man, let's get fucking weird. This election well, what season. Is, what is what? What's his? What's his? What's his? Uh, what's his take? Well, I don't know entirely yet because I haven't, I haven't oh, okay. finished the piece, and I will not say what his take is until I finish the whole thing. Because fair enough, fair a enough. A good writer spins a tale, right? There you but go. But here's the thing: I am so excited. Like I, I was, I've been dreading the 2020 election since 2016, right? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And but I'm kind of like, oh, if this takes us away from coronavirus. Anything, fucking... anything that takes us away from self-isolation <laughs> like, is probably a good like, thing. Yeah, that's fair. I remember when we, <laughs> I remember when Oklahoma City was bombed, you know, the Oklahoma City bombing. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, I remember the moment perfectly. I was standing in my parents' bedroom watching it on their, their TV in their bedroom thinking I was, what, this was 1995, so I was 16 years old. And I remember thinking... Thank fucking Christ. Something on the news that's not OJ. Oh, yeah. Thank yeah, yeah. God for the fucking yeah. bombing. Because I was Because the trial was going on then. The trial was going on that time. Finally, yeah. something else. Like, sorry, little baby that died in the arms of the fucking yeah. firefighter. At least you're yeah. not a black football player murderer, motherfucker. Thank God. So, yes. <laughs> okay. And this on the gives flip us something. Side, <laughs> my number three is a total flip side. And it answers the question, I think, on some level, what does a, you know, is it, does Don Hall really suffer? That whole question. <laughs> I want you to watch A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Oh, I I don't know that I have the fucking guts to... No. The thing is, this is what I... And I, I the thing is, I've had it for a while, but I haven't watched it because I've been a little hesitant because I didn't want to fucking ball my fucking ball my brains eyes out, out of right? it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is not... The movie you think it is. This is not a movie about Mr. Rogers. Okay. It's about his wife? No, it's about the guy that wrote the article about Mrs. Rogers. This is about a guy who is damaged, whose father in the movie is Chris Cooper, who has some real fucking issues. And he plays a bad motherfucker really well. And he's kind of a dick. And he gets assigned to do a 400 word on Mr. Rogers. And he's known for being a reporter. Well, it's just a blurb. It's just a blurb on heroes. And this guy is assigned, do a 400 blurb on Mr. Rogers because his reputation is that he tears his subjects apart. He's such a good investigative reporter. And Mr. Rogers, as played by Tom Hanks, won't let him. He won't let him get, he, he, he won't. He won't just give him an easy interview. In fact, he's like almost he interviewing he won't him. Let him in. No. He or he, tells he can't him, find dirt because Mr. Rogers has no dirt. No, no, it's not that. It's that Mr. Rogers is more interested in him 
that he is interested in being interviewed. Mm. And this is based, and this thing about it is I watched the movie and then I immediately read the article. This is based on an article by the reporter that wrote it. Mm. So you'll have to go find the article that this movie is based on. But this okay. movie is not like, a, it's not like the documentary about Mr. Rogers. This is like a movie sort of conceit that's based on an article about a guy who wrote about Mr. Rogers. And it's really fucking beautiful. And the reporter is uh, played by... Uh, the guy his, from The Americans. The Americans. The guy from The Americans. Yeah, that guy. Whatever that so actor's name. I don't fucking good. I love he's him great. so much. He's great. Yeah. It's a really good movie. It's a surprisingly good movie. Not a big tearjerker. There's some moments where it's a little weepy, but for the okay. most part, it's just a lovely fucking movie. And Amy and Adams Hanks. plays Mrs. No. Rogers. Isn't... No? No. Who's Amy Mrs. Adams Rogers? is not in it. I don't know. It's not Amy Adams. Okay, good, because I fucking hate Amy Adams. Do I love I Amy fucking Adams, hate her. but it's not her. Fucking hate her. I know her personally. I, I, I don't know her personally, but I've watched her on like four movies. She made me eat road pizza. Ugh. Uh, I just want to say before we go that that... <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say before we go <laughs> that the baby in the in the arms of the firefighter of the Oklahoma City bombing. You know the picture. If that baby were alive today, that baby would be 25. Which means that that baby could rent a car. And that's the show! Boy, you're, boy that's, a, that's a high point. That's a fucking high point. Thanks for listening. Well, now I'm wondering, is like, like is that, was that baby a girl? Like... Would that baby now be hot at 25? Would that baby be a TikTok star? Would that baby have blown it all and become a fucking influencer? That baby would be, a fucking vap- <laughs> would be a vapid influencer on Instagram, exactly. Oh, God. A bikini model. Do you know? Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. We'll talk to you next week. Love you, Don. Thanks for bullying me. <laughs> fucking asshole. You can listen to the Literate Ape Cast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or any place you find your podcast Jones. If you enjoy listening to Two White Guys Holding Court, review or share the show on your own platforms, or throw us a few bucks on Patreon. For more information about Literate Ape, go to literateape.com and check out the rest of our podcasts, all of our writing, and our events. Music on the Apecast is courtesy of Mike Vinopal and Local Motive. You can find them all over Chicago and online at locomotiveband.com. <laughs>